What is up guys? We are back again with a, another one of these smaller discussion episodes. Hopefully this one will be quite quick and quite succinct. I think we talked about something similar to this before, but it has been a question that we've got in a few times over the last few weeks, which makes sense given the fact that we are in the summertime now, and especially in Ireland at least, you know, we've had some really good weather the, the last while. So people are kind of thinking of this question. And the question is, I've been dieting for however many weeks and um, I've lost X amount of weight and I'm kind of wondering what do I do next like how do I transition from what I have been doing into what I need to do after that because you know yourself you hear all these horror stories of people you know binge eating after they've dieted for so long and essentially losing all the the hard work that they've put in because they they don't have a plan of action for after their goal you know so they've, they've reached their target weight they've reached their i know their target body fat the a physique that they're they're somewhat happy with and they're kind of going mm, what, what what do i do after this like how do i change my diet how do i change the my training maybe how do i try to change everything so that i can actually get a, a long-term benefit from the hard work i've put in in this dieting phase so it's a question we've got a lot over the last few weeks because again people are thinking it's it's summertime you know the majority of people are kind of like yeah like i don't really want to be dieting the whole summer away you know i want to have a little bit more freedom in my food choices especially with this weather you know maybe they're going oh i want to be able to have a barbecue and eat with my friends and that kind of stuff so they want to have a little bit more wiggle room in the diet you know so this one is actually a pretty straightforward one to do however you, you have to realize, first of all, you need to have your your goals actually laid out. And what I mean by that is you can't just go, oh, I want to transition out of this diet phase and that be your goal. You know, you need to have a, a, a shorter slash longer term goal. Like what are you moving towards? Are you looking to just maintain this level of body fat that you've gotten down to, this weight that you've gotten down to? Are you looking to, you know, transition into a gaining phase? Like what is the actual long term goal? And I'm not talking about your your final goal, like, oh I want to be, I don't know, whatever, a hundred kilos ripped to shreds or compete eventually or whatever it is. I mean like what are you thinking of doing over the next few months? So you need to sit down with yourself, have a little think of what have I got coming up? What have what events have I got coming up? What what things have I got coming up that, you know, maybe I would like to look a certain way for or perform a certain way for or whatever it is. And then you can start planning your your strategies your dietary strategies to actually achieve those goals you know so don't just think of it oh i've i've got to my my ideal body fat range or my ideal weight or whatever it is and now i'm just going to start start gaining again because you know most people they kind of get stuck into that dieting and bulking or gaining uh, mentality where it's you're one or the other and no one ever really stays in this maintenance phase so they've never spent a lot of time you know maintaining what they have actually achieved maybe like i like to call it gaintaining so you're still maintaining what you've got but you know you're you're kind of pushing the envelope maybe with training a little bit or you're trying to get stronger or something like that and um, so you're not just like oh maintaining kind of has this negative connotation where you're just staying the same which is which is not really the case you know so you need to sit down, you need to have a, a really good think about what you have going on, where you want to be in the next few weeks, months, 
even years and what is the best plan of action to help you get there in terms of setting up maybe you do need to gain a couple more kilos or you know get stronger or whatever it is and you would be best served by going into a gaining phase however you might have something like it's the summer now you might be like well i'm, I'm kind of going away in august say you know and you're kind of like mm, i wouldn't mind maintaining the kind of body composition that i have currently up until that august time frame so you know maybe you want to maintain for eight weeks or so and then transition into a gaining phase so what, what do you do with the diet i suppose before we get into that i should also mention that we're not talking about someone who has just competed or someone who has been on a very we'll call it restrictive uh, competition style diet where they they've actually gotten down to like really really low levels of body fat you know i'm talking like sub six percent like we're talking veins everywhere and uh, quite quite vascular all over you know you, you paper thin skin and um, striated glutes that kind of stuff you know so if you've gotten down to that level you know whether your goal is maintenance and um, or you know transitioning to a gaining phase you probably are going to be best off served by gaining a little bit of fat and what i mean by that is even if we're in a maintenance phase staying excessively lean isn't going to help you achieve any kind of long-term goals because i know a lot of people think i'm going to get competition lean and now i'm just going to stay that lean forever you know and it's like yeah a very select minority of people can actually achieve that they can stay in this near competition level of leanness forever and have no no issues with that however you probably already know if you are that type of person because you generally probably found that oh it only took me like four weeks to diet for a competition because you know i just tend to run quite lean anyway you know and um, so if you are someone that you know generally you find your quote-unquote set point is up in the higher body fat levels then you're going to have a really fucking shit time trying to maintain really low body fat uh after a competition you know or after a competition diet you know so if you have competed or if you have been on a competition style diet or a diet that gives you a competition style outcome in terms of very low body fat then you probably are going to be best served by gaining some weight you know and it doesn't have to be excessive and i'm not talking about you know going on some sort of binge and going oh yeah i put on 10 kilos in a week like that's not what we're talking about but you know bringing the body fat up to even the lower end of your kind of set point range like maybe you, you normally hang around 12 percent and you're now down at five percent you know and your body has been struggling a little bit it's been fighting back against you you know energy has been a little bit low your performance hasn't been great maybe your libido libido uh, has been down a little bit so bringing yourself up maybe to that lower end of the range for you that eight percent where you're still you still look great you still have you know veins everywhere you maybe just don't have striated glutes and uh, that's probably going to best serve you long term whether you want to maintain or gain you know and yeah i realize you're not maintaining if you are gaining and uh, so you, if you are going to be in this i want to be hyper lean super super lean uh, then you probably aren't going to have a good time for a long time you know it can be done you know if you say i've got a competition at this date and i have another competition in two months yeah you can probably maintain for that you're just gonna have a shit time doing it and it's probably not worth it and um, but yeah if you are in this kind of competition lean level gaining a little bit of weight first initially will probably suit you or serve you better and uh, then once you get into a kind of more 
quote-unquote acceptable level of body fat kind of we'll, we'll call it arbitrarily the eight percent body fat kind of cutoff range uh, once you kind of got up to that then you can maybe transition to a maintenance phase uh, where you're just kind of like oh, I want to stay roughly this maybe you are truly happy with your physique you've spent the last 10 years you know building muscle and you're you're at the, the top of your natty potential and you're just kind of like yeah, I'm happy enough with where I am physique-wise, and I just want to kind of maintain this, maintain a low enough body fat forever. Yeah, that's cool. You can definitely do that, but you're not going to be, well, you, you may, you're probably not going to be able to do that in a kind of competition level leanness, you know? So pick your battles, take your wins where you can get them. But anyway, so if you have dieted and you want to move into a maintenance phase, the first thing you need to do is get your calories straight. And what happens with most people is they think, oh, I started a diet and my maintenance was, I don't know, 3,500 calories, you know, and I've been in a 500 to maybe 700 calorie deficit. And like, I've been losing weight pretty quickly and it slowed towards the end and I wasn't losing weight quite as quickly so then what they'll do is like oh well my maintenance is 3500 so they bring it back up to that and all of a sudden they start gaining weight and they're like oh no my metabolism is broken i fucked myself up we're all like thermodynamics is a lie and whatever else you know and it's like no you've actually lost weight you probably lost a little bit of lean tissue you've probably got some of these negative adaptations to dieting and your your metabolism is slightly lowered which is normal in a dieting phase and um, and as a result, your your maintenance calories are actually just a little bit lower than you thought they were. So the first, first issue you're going to encounter is actually setting your maintenance calories. And it's kind of one of these things where, yes, you can use a... Uh, an online calculator. However, the you're probably going to find that it gives you some random number that doesn't reflect where you're truly at, you know? So you might be like, oh, well, I was dieting on 2,500 and you were losing weight. And then you pop your stuff into this calculator and it goes, your maintenance is 2,500. And you're like, well, it's clearly not because I was losing weight when I was on 2,500. So the best way I've found is kind of more of a hit and miss uh one but it kind of gives you a little bit more accurate one than just some random online calculator uh, and what you do is you kind of reverse engineer it you look at how fast you have been losing on the deficit that you have been on and if you take that yeah, a kilo of fat loss is roughly somewhere in that range of 7,000 7,700 calories for, for a kilo of fat loss then you can kind of go well I was losing that half a kilo per week so I was in x amount of deficit and we kind of go into the article you know so you can actually visualize that a little bit more and um, but you can kind of reverse engineer that and and then set your calories from there so if you know okay i've been in roughly a 500 calorie deficit and um, i've been losing whatever half a kilo per week or whatever that equates to uh and you're kind of like, yeah, I, I, I know that that was my deficit. I've been on 2,500 and 3,000 now is my maintenance. Even though when I started the diet, 3,500 was my maintenance, you know? So you can kind of go, I'm going to bring it up to that level and then see how my body responds. Because what you're going to have to do is see how your body responds. And this is the kind of the hit and miss part. Because, you know, I could theoretically say, oh yeah, just bring your calories up to X and you could find I'm actually still losing weight on that or you could find that i'm actually gaining weight on that so you have to see you can play a little bit more reserved and start like oh well i think i'm in a 500 calorie deficit i'm going to bring calories up by 300 however what i will say is if you're in a, if you're still in a deficit 
you're still in a deficit. So it doesn't matter if you're in a 500 calorie deficit or a 200 calorie deficit, you're still in a deficit. And this is what people will do with this kind of reverse dieting. They'll be like, oh, I bumped calories up by 300 and I'm still losing weight. Like, oh, I'm just getting my metabolism fixed and it's on fire, etc. whatever else. And it's like, no, you're just still in a deficit. You're just in a, a smaller deficit than you were in. You may also find that once you bump your calories up, this is regardless of if you get at maintenance or you kind of go and still in a deficit, or even if you go into a, a, a surplus, you know, you may find that some of those negative adaptations to dieting disappear. You might be one of the people that respond really, really quickly to a diet or to a yeah, diet manipulation. And once you bring those calories back up, you know, your, your neat all of a sudden goes back up, your fidgeting loads, moving around, um, you know, you're getting this kind of uncoupling within the mitochondria and stuff, and you're kind of producing more heat and stuff. So you might notice that all these negative adaptations to diet just disappear for you really, really quickly. And all of a sudden you start losing weight again. So even though you were theoretically at your maintenance, you know, you're actually now in a deficit because your metabolism has increased just that little bit, you know. So it is a little bit of trial and error. There there are going to be bumps along the road. However, whether you want to transition to a maintenance phase or a gaining phase, I still recommend finding this maintenance level and staying at that maintenance level for two to four weeks at the very least, you know, because it gives you two things. It gives you, first of all, the ability to kind of go, okay, well, this is actually dialed in where my, my calorie level is at, you know, so you can account for things like upregulation of NEAT, you know, you can account for things like, uh, you know, your performance increasing, maybe you're able to hit heavier weights in the gym, so your metabolism, again, is bumping up because, you know, you're working harder in the gym, the cardio that you're doing, etc., is more intense, whatever it is, you know, so you can kind of account for that, you can kind of go, okay, well, I thought it was this, it's not this. Then the second thing it gives you is an ability to know where you're at so you can know where you're going. So if you just go, okay, well, I, theoretically, I'm in a 500 calorie deficit and I want to move to a, a gaining phase and then you just bump up calories 800, say. So you're, you think you're in a 300 calorie surplus. You might actually be in a 500 calorie surplus. And then all of a sudden, you're gaining more weight than you thought you would or gaining at a faster rate than you thought you would, which, yeah, fine, it's cool, no issues because you're very, very lean, you know, and once you start gaining fat, you're like, well, I don't really notice it. But then all of a sudden, two, three months down the line, you're like, well, why am I gaining an excessive amount of body fat and not gaining an excessive amount of muscle, which is what you probably thought you would gain, you know? And um, so getting to maintenance calories, first of all, is going to set you up whether you want to go into a gaining phase or if you want to just maintain that for, I don't know, the next couple of weeks, months, years. And uh, so finding your maintenance is the main thing you need to do, which again is a little bit of trial and error. You can use an online calculator, but realistically, your body is going to respond how your, your body responds, and you need to make kind of outcome based decisions. So if you have been in a 500 calorie deficit and you bring it up 500 calories and you still notice you're losing weight, then you know you're not in a deficit or you're, you're still in a deficit and you're not. At maintenance so you will have to adjust and vice versa if you bring it up 500 calories and that's supposed to be your maintenance and all of a sudden you start gaining weight you know then you're not at your maintenance the other thing that should be said is you are likely to gain some weight initially right and this kind of fucks people's heads because it, it, it kind of brings in this extra variable where you're like well am I in a surplus now or is it just the natural response to this increase you know so your body will hoard well not hoard it will retain a little bit more water especially if you've increased carbohydrates and your body will retain a little bit more glycogen so you'll probably look better for the increase in 
weight on the scale, which you'll probably get one to two kilos as soon as you bring the calories back up. Um, so don't you know don't be emotionally attached to that figure on the scales. Even though if you are maintaining, you would think that oh I'm just going to maintain my exact weight. Well, if you eat more and you have more water retention, even if it's intramuscular or intermuscular, you know where you're, you're actually holding it and it, it, your muscles look better, then it's still it can kind of mess your head because you're like visually i look better but i'm emotionally attached to this number on the scales which is now two kilos heavier so you know you do have to uh, put that into account or take that into account and kind of contextualize that yes i've increased my calories so i'm going to be able to retain a little bit more glycogen a little bit more water in the muscles so most of you people are looking for a physique outcome so i wouldn't be you know only looking at the scales to to track that and we've talked about that before the scales isn't a great representation yes it's a tool but it shouldn't be used to make all your decisions so you are going to notice some initial weight gain even if you are at maintenance calories however after the first week that should kind of have settled itself especially if you're a little bit more consistent with the the tracking because what people will do is like oh i see the scales going up i'm going to just drop calories today just to to see what happens and then it goes down and then okay yeah i'm cool with that and then you bring it back up to maintenance and you kind of start messing around with so once you're consistent with your calorie level then you will know roughly after a week two weeks for some again this is why i suggest you know staying at that maintenance level for two to four weeks so you can get a better idea of where you're at and how your body is actually responding so that's generally what i will recommend so don't get attached to that Oh, I have to be on this and I have to weigh this much even if I'm moving to a maintenance you are going to gain some weight water glycogen you're probably going to look better for it some people do find that you know at least initially they do get this kind of film of water where you know maybe they're not as visually appealing you know they're not seeing their, their, their shreds anymore you know generally this is just the water rebalancing the water level in your body rebalancing so it takes like a week two weeks to kind of you know find or settle into a nice pattern you know especially if you find you are a more watery person you find you do hold a lot of water under the skin or whatever you know one to two weeks you'll kind of find how your body has settled you'll be able to more accurately see how the scales is, is representing your actual rate of gain or rate of maintain and so yeah one to two weeks at maintenance that's what i would rec or sorry two to four weeks at maintenance and that's what i'd recommend for the majority of people and then you can start thinking about your more long-term goals so if you want to just maintain you'll have an idea of where my calories need to be to actually stay roughly at this weight at this body composition you know and it will take a little bit of tweaking as you go on through the months especially if you want to maintain for like the entire summer or something you know you're kind of like well my activity level will obviously vary you know if you're doing more activities hikes that kind of stuff you're obviously going to have a little bit more neat some days so you will notice there's a little bit of variability but that's going to be the same as when you were dieting you know so it, it does take some outcome based decision making but you know you should be able to make those decisions quite easily once you know you're roughly at your maintenance you know you might be i don't know 30 calories over your maintenance you might be ever so slowly ticking up in weight or vice versa ever so slowly ticking down in weight but you know you will be able to, to see that trend and if you want to transition to a gaining phase then it's as simple as okay now i know where my maintenance is i'm going to 
I want to gain at X rate. And again, you can kind of reverse engineer it a little bit and be like, I want to gain roughly this so you can be in whatever kind of surplus it needs to be. We have an entire ebook on this if you want to get into, I think it's called the Living Lean series or whatever. I, yeah, I think it's that. Um, so, you know, you can always go into that or you can just listen to this podcast and get the information that you need. Um, I want to say there's something else I need to say, but I can't run member is but yeah two to four weeks at maintenance that'll give you an idea oh yes that's what i wanted to say the cardio thing because what people will also do is not just be in a dietary deficit you know they're not just eating less calories what they'll do is they'll either use cardiovascular work to create the deficit or cardiovascular work to enhance the deficit so you may be in a 300 calorie deficit from the diet and then you might be doing 200 calories of cardio every day so this is one of the things that kind of messes people up they'll kind of go oh yeah i'm in a, a gaining phase now so I just drop out all cardio and then they'll go yeah and then i'm going to increase my calories to my maintenance which should be x and they just don't account for the cardio so all of a sudden they're in this 200 calorie surplus at their maintenance and then they're like oh yeah i'll just get pop in 300 calories on top of that and all of a sudden they're gaining at way too fast a rate you know so you do have to account for the cardiovascular work that you're doing you have a few options with this you can either keep the cardiovascular work in and then just make dietary manipulations especially this is a good option especially if you actually enjoy doing cardio and you know you actually have a, a fitness goal like you actually want to be cardiovascularly fit and um, however this is could be a bad option especially if you've been noticing a lot of those negative adaptations to dieting because cardiovascular work is quite demanding energetically and um, so maybe dropping the the cardio out or severely reducing it and then you know increasing calories somewhat uh would be a, be a better option again if you have just used cardio purely to create all your deficit like you're doing 300 calories of cardio every single day and you're in a 300 calorie deficit then you know you could potentially drop out the, the the cardio and then you will be at your maintenance level which you know that that for some people may be the best option you know some people might be like i need to keep some cardio in especially if they've been in a good rhythm a good structure of their life i suppose you'd call it uh, where they're doing maybe morning cardio before work and then they do their, their gym session in the evening you know so they kind of like that rhythm of i get up do my cardio keeps me mentally on track you know gets me kind of moving for the day whatever it is um for, for those people you know maybe keeping some calorie or some cardio in if you've been doing 300 calories maybe keeping 100 calories in i don't know whatever it is that you, like whatever plan you've been doing on or whatever plan you have been doing you know you'll need to be able you'll need to make the decisions from that you know so you know maybe keeping some of those that that, that cardio in in the morning and then whatever you've dropped off increasing the diet to still account for what you keep in and uh, then you will be able to see where you are at uh, with, with your overall maintenance calories but again with the cardio you do need to account for it. if you're going to keep it in you need to know that okay i can increase my calories from the diet and then if you're going to drop it out you need to know that or you need to account for the fact that you are also essentially adding calories because you're now not creating a deficit you know so i think that's everything guys there is obviously an article that goes with this and there will be you know a youtube video and a podcast episode and um, so again you've got multiple streams to find this as per usual the form that you can submit your questions in is linked before or below even if i could speak and um, we've got a good few questions in the last while and um, so we've lots of q a's to get through and um, but yeah guys keep getting your your questions in and we will get through them.